Hi, I'm Dr. Andrea Stover, licensed marriage and family therapist, and you're listening to the Modern Day Romantic Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. In this episode, I want to talk about what it means to partner with yourself. I thought this would be really important to talk about because, oh gosh, especially with social media and all the information out there, I don't think that the conversation around relationships is uh, what it once was, meaning there's an overabundance of information out there. And one of those things is how to take care of yourself and kind of growing the consciousness around your relationship with yourself and, and what the self even is. So I've seen kind of a trend of, in fact, I think there's these, uh, it's a thing where you can even have a wedding ceremony where you marry yourself. Like there are people that do that. They get a wedding dress or, you know, get dressed up and have a ceremony where they're really committing to themselves. So this is a thing. And I thought it would be important to unpack and discuss kind of some of the, what I anyways think it, it can mean and the benefits of that. And then also maybe the shadow sides of where we could go if we literalize this too much. So I think to begin with, let's frame this of coming out of codependency. So never before has there been permission like there is today to be yourself and to reach for something that's authentic and feels good. And hey, if it doesn't feel right anymore, or if it doesn't feel right to begin with, you don't have to be in it. So we have a lot of freedom. We get to choose. And and I, and, and change our minds too. So I think what's really important in here is that you, the self are the one that is doing the choosing. And in order to choose who might be a good fit for you, you're going to need to know yourself, right? Because the, the further you, you go in your own personal growth and development, probably the more refined you're going to get in, in knowing your preferences, in developing yourself and knowing, you know, who or what type of person is a good fit for you, a good match for you. And you'd want to know why, you know, like what works for you, what doesn't. So this is of course, what dating is all about is practicing and getting to know and figuring out relationships, figuring yourself out, figuring yourself in relationship out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So if we take this notion of partnering first with yourself, we'll say partnering first with yourself. I think what that means is you're not looking to automatically be a dependent on another. You are showing up as a self, as an individual, as a person who in your own right has um, y your own needs, your own preferences, your own style, all sorts of these things. Now, in order to really work on this relationship with yourself and partner with yourself, I think you're going to need to learn to spend time alone. And I don't just mean, you know, zoning out on on your phone or on podcasts or, uh, 
you know, distracting yourself in some form or fashion. I mean, to truly be able to sit with yourself, be with yourself and enjoy your own company. This can be harder than it sounds. So I think that's uh, an important place to start, at least with partnering with yourself. Within this time of spending time on your own, the idea is to get to know the inside, to get to introspect. Maybe it's spending time in meditation or journaling. Maybe it's spending time uh, in the quiet. Maybe it's out in nature. Uh, maybe you're doing some type of a, a spiritual practice or, or something that's really meaningful to you in a way that you can most uh, connect with and feel yourself. But I think that's really important is to be able to ask yourself the questions you would uh, ask someone else as kind of get to know type questions. And uh, maybe that's, that's another way to kind of do this is I, I know there's those books out there, you know, questions to ask when you first meet someone uh, that you ask them, but maybe you ask yourself that too. So just getting to know yourself. And it's not just having an answer for every question that may arise. It's also through having life experiences. So really committing to staying close to yourself and uh, seeing, you know, oh gosh, you know, this unexpected thing happened today and I reacted this way. I wonder what that's about. I wonder, uh, oh, oh, I discovered something new about myself today, or, you know, I still don't understand myself in, in this regard. And all of that's okay. This is all about partnering with yourself. So it's not about knowing all the questions, all the ins and outs of everything about you. But I do think there is some component in there of really having a solid foundation uh, within yourself in order to stand within that frame and be able to meet another. So in other words, you're not leaning in too much. You're not collapsing into someone else. You're not looking for uh, partnership, like I said, from that dependency way. So this is interdependence. You have a self, another person has a self, and together you can be interdependent, which is not totally independent, but it's also not being codependent on one another. So this time with you and cultivating that relationship with yourself really helps you clarify you, your preferences, your needs, what you're looking for in a relationship with another. And I think with that ability to approach love and romantic encounters with as much ground as you possibly can, although I know our, physiolog our physiology, our, um, our, our fantasies, all of that, it, it's one thing to do this in solitude. It's another to actually practice partnering with yourself in the presence of another that you're really interested in or that you're actually partnered with as well. So I think we live in this either or place where it feels like it has to be one or the other. And we don't quite know, uh, maybe some of you do, and that's wonderful. But I think a lot of times the, the conflict over and over and over again in relationships is how do I not lose my individual self uh, for the sake of the togetherness with you, my partner, or how do I, you know, not um, 
also, you know, feel like if I choose me that I can't be in relationship to. So we're, we're really trying to work out the tension there between being an individual and being in partnership with another. So all of this, I think, is important in this process and journey of partnering with yourself. I do believe that there is a real need for relationship in our lives. And I know that not everyone is going to be looking for a romantic mate, and that's totally fine. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably interested in a romantic relationship. So I feel safe enough kind of talking uh, in that context. But I would say that what I think part of partnering is all about is self-discovery. And there are things that we can't get to within our own being if we stay singular, if we if we stay unrelated or unattached. Because it's through that connection with the other that these different facets and components of our personality, maybe even some of our shadow material, starts to come to light. So I think it's it's necessary to have some type of relationship or partnership in order to find this other undeveloped or a less conscious part of ourselves even. So the journey uh, through to partner with yourself as well as the journey of partnering with another, it's kind of the same aim, which is to grow and deepen and expand your own sense of self and to develop that part of yourself. And also, ideally, that's that's the partner, your partner's aim too. So this leads into what I wanted to say about what partnering with yourself is not. I do not believe that it is about um, kind of living in a silo and, and isolating yourself and getting into the realm of self-absorption and overanalyzing yourself or staying to uh, inside yourself, uh, because there's a way to partner with yourself that would almost uh, be be the exact op the same but opposite of losing yourself. You know, in a relationship, it's losing relationship because of yourself, kind of thing. So I I think that's a really important thing to emphasize that partnering with yourself is not being in endless analysis of yourself. It's not being uh, totally self-absorbed or so self-absorbed that you lose contact or connection or desire to have some type of relationship with actual other people as well. So in other words, not everything is all about you. And I think this can be a real shadow of uh, what we're seeing and, and what we're going through right now that we may not even realize how we can fall into that trap. I'm not saying that you fall into it and stay in it forever, but I do think with all of this information, including including my podcast, it's, it's all of this talking and all of this this these ideas, and we can just keep in that space. And I the real meaning for this, at least for me and what my hope and why I'm doing this is to give you things that you can apply both to yourself and to your relationships and find deeper meaning. So it's not just a, a heady endeavor. It's, it's about embodiment. It's about how do we make this work, you know, for me and for us and for our relationship. Okay. So that's 
one point I wanted to make about what partnering with ourself is not. I think the other uh, piece that's related to that is that it's not permission to isolate or stay cut off or disconnected from the rest of the world, from humanity. And I think there could be a component in here of if you're naturally avoidant, uh, and I mean, what I mean by avoid, avoidant is avoidant attachment style, then there's this way of like, well, I'm just going to, you know, keep focused on myself as a way to, um, manage your anxiety as a way to keep working on, uh, you can, you can almost trick yourself is what I'm saying. You can trick yourself into thinking, well, I'm just going to keep working on this until, you know, I feel good enough inside or until this or until that, but maybe there's something else operating there, which is uh, working against you actually in relationship with others, meaning at, yeah, it's okay to just be isolated. It's okay to, um, you know, cut off or uh, ju just not participate, you know, with, with others in the way that you would if you were really out there trying to find that balance of relationship with self and relationship with others. Because the, the last thing I wanted to say about this is that... <laughs> You know, this partnering with yourself does not mean, therefore, you do not need others. That's that's not the aim. We come into this world dependence and we continue to be dependent on others for our well-being and for our survival. We just do. Even if we want to uh, deceive ourselves and say, no, 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 I can do this all by myself. Yeah, well, I don't know that you're growing all your own food. I don't know if you can you know, build transportation. I don't know if you... I don't know. Like there's a, we're, we're depending on others when we get into a vehicle that they're going to also abide by traffic laws and not, you know, ram us or, um, you know, make, make the roads unsafe. Let's say like, you see what I'm saying that there's, we're still dependent, even if we don't think we're dependent. Uh, so, and okay, let's also just, I don't know, this popped in, but like a modern day convenience of air conditioning, well, you're still going to be dependent on someone if your air conditioner goes out, assuming you don't know how to fix that and, and all sorts of other things. Okay, so you get you get the point there that it's not true to think that we can live in a totally independent way. I, I guess there's probably a, a handful of people, you know, in the world that that can live that way. But generally speaking, we're human beings wired for connection. And we cannot, we simply cannot meet all of our own needs and, <clears throat> you know, provide every single thing for ourselves. We're wired to connect and we're going to, we're going to need some degree of relationship with others at some point. So partnering with yourself is not, uh, it doesn't exclude needing to also have others in your life. The real reason I think that we're focusing on this now, this partnering with oneself, is that it's been way too out of balance where we've been living our lives and being in relationship for others way too much. And it's a way of trying to counteract that, which is awesome. And we don't want to get too obnoxious about that and go to the other extreme because that's, that's not balanced. And then you're just going to swing to the other side. So partnering with yourself, super important to be able to have a relationship with yourself, to then be able to choose 
and show up with consciousness in your present relationship or in a relationship that you find yourself in or decide to be in at some point or another. I thought this was a really important topic. There's a lot more I could go into, but I'm going to leave it at that for today. Practicing that balance between partnering with self so that it's in service to being able to partner with another in a deeper, more conscious way. All right. I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you're interested in learning about ways to work with me, head over to my website, themoderndayromantic.com. From there, you'll be able to contact me and learn a bit more about the customized intensives and retreats I offer both individuals and couples. You'll also be able to support future podcast production via Patreon. There are several membership levels to choose from, including the Beating Hearts Club, which gives you access to exclusive content every month. Thanks so much for your support, and I'll see you next episode.